Welcome to Dynamic Destiny. I'm your host, Coach Pete Cafarcio. I love to help people discover their life purpose and make a positive impact in the world. Whether you have a global dream or just want to make a difference in your corner of the world, we'll help you get clarity on your calling and give you practical tools to get unstuck and accelerate your goals. Join me for this episode of Dynamic Destiny. Hey there, Coach Pete here. Welcome to Dynamic Destiny. I'm so glad you tuned in. Today, I have a special message to address the current state of chaos going on in America, specifically around racial injustice and all the accompanying protests. And I have some encouragements that might help you understand how things are shaking out. So let's dig in. Hey, these are confusing times. And look, I'm right there with you. Okay, I like what's going on. I live right in the heart of New York City. Crazy things going on and you just feel unsafe and it's really hard to make sense of things. Um, I see good things going on and then I see just really crazy stuff and it's hard to hard to tell the difference. But recently I picked up an insight that gave me peace and clear thinking. And I want to share that with you now. And this insight comes from a parable that Jesus told in the Bible in the book of Matthew chapter 13, starting with verse 24. And and this is what he said. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. And when the wheat sprouted and formed heads, the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. And the servants asked him, do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you're pulling up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them into bundles to be burned, then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Okay, that's the parable. I don't know if you can make sense of this or not, so I'll try to unpack it and then see how this applies. This is a metaphor. When Jesus told this parable, it was in an agricultural society, agrarian culture. And when he told this, farmers would have understood what he meant. Okay, and so I'm posting a picture. Um, If you have the, if you're watching the, the YouTube version of this podcast, that episode, I'm gonna show a picture. So go look it up if you're not seeing it, if you're only hearing this on audio. So the weeds referenced here, um, by the way, they're also called tares, T-A-R-E-S in other Bible translations. Um, They look, these weeds look a lot like wheat plants when they're growing. Okay, so it's hard to pick them out, okay, when they're sprouting up. However, when wheat plants are ready to harvest, the grain inside the head makes them really heavy and they start to bend over just like this picture, but tares don't yield grain like that and they keep growing straight up and tall. So at harvest time, they're much easier to pick out because they stand up tall, okay? All the all the wheat's bent over and the tares are standing straight up, okay? So take a look at that picture. Jesus is using this metaphor to illustrate how the influence of heaven, his kingdom, comes to establish itself on earth. That's why he said in the beginning of this parable, the kingdom of heaven is like. 
See, like God in heaven loves the whole world and he wants to restore the knowledge of his love and his blessings to all aspects of culture. Every person, every system. That's why we pray like your kingdom come, your will be done on earth the same way as in heaven. That's what God's in the business of doing. And uh, if you follow him, we're, we're, we're cooperating with that. So the way he accomplishes his will is through human agents. He doesn't just send angels to do it. He, he, he accomplishes through human agents. And the way he does it is he seeds plans in the forms of ideas, dreams, aspirations, and callings into the hearts of people. And that's how we go change things. Okay, that's how things get better. However, as God is accomplishing his will on the earth, forces of evil also introduce counterfeit ideas to hijack God's plans. And here's the tricky part, is the ideas look similar at first in their baby form. They both talk about the same thing. And it's hard to tell the difference. But over time, it becomes more and more obvious when the ideas, both the good ideas and the bad ideas, yield their results. That's when you can start to tell the difference. So how does this play out with current events in America? Well, this, uh, the generation in America right now, and I'm going to specifically refer to millennials, um, some, some Gen X, certainly Gen Z, you have such a heart for justice. And I would say it's a generational calling to justice, to rectify things that were tolerated for way too long. And racial justice is one of those issues that certainly is in the, in the spotlight right now. You have a calling to that. Because of that, you have a very low tolerance for injustice of any sort. And we, we're recognizing that. Things that my generation, I'm a, I'm a baby boomer, things that my generation, we, we, you know, nobody liked overt racism. Well, some people did, but most people didn't. But we weren't going through everything with a fine-tooth comb the way you all are. And, you know, the time has come. And so God bless you, what you're, what you're trying to accomplish. But you have a very specific call to this, and you have a very low tolerance for injustice. Now, because the church and other positive forces hadn't, haven't presented strong engagement models for what does justice look like, you, uh, your generation would just, you were seeking any source that speaks to that calling of, of, of justice uh, without discernment, okay? So therefore, good ideas about justice were being sown into you. You're, you're the field, okay? Your generation is the field. The ideas are the seeds, okay? So good ideas were sown into your collective generation, but bad seeds were also thrown in there too, but they both talked about justice, okay? And when there were baby seeds, you couldn't really tell the difference. And even when they're growing, they really couldn't tell the difference. But now it's becoming harvest time, okay? So the current events around racial justice represent a maturation of philosophies. The seeds were sown decades ago. What you're seeing now is harvest time. So when the plants were growing, they were mixed together, and now it's becoming more and more obvious. My generation, boomers, has, in general, I will say we are stronger in critical thinking and discernment, and um, our, plus we have just more life experience, and we've seen cycles in history, and we can pick out 
bad philosophies easier. What's happening right now? Look, we had a tipping point in the United States. It's spreading around the world with the unfortunate death of George Floyd. Okay, that became a tipping point. It certainly wasn't the first uh, incident like this, but it, it for some reason it just captured the conscience of the nation. And it's like enough is enough, and it's done. The, the, as far as the tipping point, we can't go back. We can't go backwards. All right, and I see it as a God thing. This is a good thing. God wants all people of all races to be treated fairly and equally. Okay. So that's what we're seeing right now. On the good side, we're seeing, man, I'm so excited. We're seeing real heart changes. We're identifying systemic racism that we've tolerated for too long. Lots of good changes that are happening. And I see dialogues happening, even like in, certainly in my own life, but a lot of my friends, you know, just hearing other people's stories and understanding. Some people call it being woke. These are all good things. All right. There's also bad things that are starting to show up, right? We're seeing violence flat out. We're seeing really extreme censorship. We're seeing lawlessness. People saying, get rid of all laws or all law enforcement. These are not good things. Um, and then, and also just hating all of American history. These are not good things, but now it's harvest time. Okay. So the weeds are becoming obvious and what used to be mixed and you couldn't really tell the difference is now getting separated. All right. So I have some practical takeaways for this. So thanks for bearing with me. Practical takeaways. If you are Older or more conservative, this first part's for you. Okay, change is messy. Change is messy. You know, culture shifting and and uh, you know um, evil getting rooted out. It does not happen in nice, tidy, pure ways. The light way you would like to see it. You want to control it. You want everything to be nice and tidy. It doesn't work that way. Get used to it. It is messy. It's always messy. Change is always, always messy. Second, focus on the harvest and not on the weeds. Stop pointing out the inconsistencies of racial, the racial justice movement. Okay. And I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why. One, um, if you keep focusing on the weeds and trying to pull them up, the inconsistencies, at best, you're going to miss what God's doing. Okay. At worst, you're going to harm what God's doing. Okay, because you're alienating the people who are doing good work and you're pushing the younger generation farther and farther away. Okay, older conservatives, by pointing out these inconsistencies, instead of embracing what needs to change with racial with racial injustice, all you're doing is pointing out the problems. The people who are all for it and it's a good thing and it's a God thing, you're, you're alienating them. You shouldn't be doing that. Okay, you should be supporting them because it's a good thing and you know it's a good thing, okay? So get on board with the good stuff that God's doing, okay? Um, and uh, the third problem with pointing out the inconsistencies, it can be very uncomfortable, it, be, it can become a very comfortable place to hide behind. I don't need to deal with these issues because look, Black Lives Matter organization is Marxist. I don't, so I don't like, I'm not paying attention to Black Lives Matter. Well, there's a concept, Black Lives Matter, that everybody else is paying attention to, and it's a good thing for you to look at. But because you can point out one inconsistency, you think you're off the hook and you hide behind that. Okay. This is very pointed. Okay. It's very directed. And I might be offending you right now or challenging you. If you're getting angry right now, I want you to ask yourself why. Why are you getting angry? 
Okay. You're okay. So, and you're in, you're probably coming up with a whole bunch of other weeds or inconsistencies to justify your case. I'm still telling you, you're missing the big picture. The big picture is racial justice is advancing and you should be behind that. Find out the good things that are going on and, and, and enforce and endorse those. Don't keep trying to be contrarian all the time. And you may need to change your newsfeed, okay? Or your social media people that you, you follow all the time, okay? All right, for younger generation, and maybe you skew more liberal, okay? Um, here's, a, here's a, a thing for you. First of all, we're behind you, okay? And it is in your generation's uh, ability to really provide the energy for these cha this change. And so that's awesome, okay? However, you need to start using some more discernment, okay? <laughs> you need to, don't be naive, okay? Naive is not a good thing to be. There are forces who have hijacked justice issues for their own agenda, and they're using your youthful zeal to accomplish their purposes. I'm gonna say that again. There are forces who have hijacked justice issues for their own agenda. They're using your youthful zeal. They're using that for their own purposes. Okay, so just like the wheat and the weeds, when they're early, they look the same. Okay, and it might have seen that it might have seemed like some of the things you've embraced were okay, but now that they're maturing and they're fruit, which means the results, the results. Um, are starting to show themselves from different worldviews. So violence, destruction of property, lawlessness, okay? Law is important. You have to have law and enforcement of law to maintain order in a culture. Destabilization. Anybody is advocating societal destabilization. These are not good things. These are bad fruit, okay? That means the plant is bad. It means the ideology and the groups that are espousing these things are bad news. You should stay away from them, okay? Arrogant defiance, okay? Cutting off relationships just because somebody thinks different than you. This is bad, okay? It's it cancel culture, right? It's bad. These are all bad fruit. Okay? Distance yourself from those groups and instead support groups Look uh, and, and, and movements that are characterized by love, for everyone, by the way, not selective love, love for everyone, connection, maintaining human connection, super important right now, especially during the pandemic. But I will stay related, even if I disagree with you. Okay, I'm, I have something to learn from everyone. Okay, we might disagree on some things, but I, I have things to learn. I'm going to stay connected. Understanding, things that promote understanding. And by the way, very few issues are completely black or white. All right, there's subtlety and nuance. You want to learn the nuance around that. That'll help you grow in your understanding. Groups that support that and are open to dialogue and discussion, those are the ones you want to ally yourself behind. The ones that are black and white, you're wrong, I hate you, I'm going to cut you out and you should be you know, destroyed. Not good. Okay. Um, unity, that's another thing you want to look for. Humility, not arrogance, but humility and certainly peace, okay? Those are the qualities. Look for those groups, embrace those groups, embrace those movements, and you'll be a lot better off. Okay, this has been Coach Pete sharing with you uh, just this tip of the iceberg. I know it's a huge issue. I could put in a ton of disclaimers right now, and I know I'm stepping in some sensitive area, but 
I want you to get a picture of what's going on. Change is messy. Good and bad things sprout up at the same time, but now they're starting to show themselves. Be selective on what you ally yourself with and stop focusing on the bad stuff. Older generations, stop focusing on the bad stuff and embrace the good things that are going on. This is a great movement, a great moment. Thank you, my friend, for joining me on this episode of Dynamic Destiny. As a reminder, you can get more free tools and downloads at peakcoaching.com. Let's continue the discussion. Write to me with your questions and feedback. Ask Pete at peakcoaching.com. Be sure to tell your friends and please leave a five-star podcast review. I can't wait to have you join me next time on Dynamic Destiny.